Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the naughty but nice show. It's Thursday, and I'm your host, Rob Shooter. Now, normally, every Thursday, our dear friend Mark Lupo joins us. But this morning, we had a few technical issues. So, Mark, if you're listening, hello, hello, hello. It was lovely to see you on Zoom for a couple of minutes, and I'm sure those mic problems you're having, uh, we will fix, don't worry. I was so excited to gossip with Mark today. We've got some really great stories, but don't worry. We can still share them all. We can gossip together. So let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Big story at the top of the show. Ooh, this one could get really dramatic. So Ryan Seacrest is saying that he supports CNN, who are limiting Andy Cohen's drinking on New Year's Eve. So Andy's back with Anderson Cooper doing their show on CNN. CNN has transformed, or trying to, over the last year. Jeff Zucker, the old boss, he's gone. The new boss, Chris, is somebody who is much more serious and wants to make CNN a real solid news organisation. Again, follow news, hard news. And so having Andy Cohen join Anderson Cooper and get drunk isn't the look of the new CNN. Now, I know what you're going to say. We love those two best friends drinking away, being snarky. But last year, I think Andy Cohen went a little bit too far with a loser diss aimed towards Ryan, his guests, his audience. So they asked Ryan about it, and Ryan has voiced his support for CNN, saying they're going to limit the drinking on this year's show, one year after the Bravo star referred to Seacrest's guests as a, quote, 
group of losers. That's not a nice thing to say. So this is what Ryan had to say about it all. Quote, I don't advocate drinking when one is on the air. So Ryan's probably got more hours of TV under his belt than pretty much anybody else. His age, he does Idol. He has his own daily show with Kelly Ripper. He's brilliant, isn't he? And he never, ever turns up drunk. It's just not who he is. It's not how he operates. When he does his New Year's Eve show every year that he's been doing since Dick Clark retired, Ryan has been the consummate professional. It's who he is. I know producers, people in TV who have worked with him, stage managers. They say, not only is he a nice guy, but he's the most professional person you will ever meet. Ryan turns up on time. He knows his lines. He knows the camera blocking. He knows what he wants to say. He's in hair and makeup before anybody else. He's he's dressed. He's ready to go. He's almost like a TV avatar. There is nobody better at live TV than Ryan Seacrest. So he went on to say, quote, I don't know how that tradition got started. Uh, He's talking about the drinking on CNN. He said, but it's probably a good idea to scale it back. And I think that's true. I mean, Ryan's not being a killjoy here. Don't get me wrong. It's not like Ryan Seacrest doesn't like fun. He just doesn't like sloppy behavior. And that's true in his private life too. People I know who have been out with Ryan say he's not that sloppy loudmouth like myself. (laughs) Gosh, am I? I could be. I mean, I think I'm more like Andy Cohen than I am Ryan Seacrest. I know. I sort of don't want to admit that. Who are you more like? Are you more like Andy Cohen when you're out with your friends loud and drinking and slightly obnoxious? Or are you more like a a Ryan Seacrest? So he's saying it's probably a good idea. I think I agree with him here. CNN is in a difficult position, isn't it? Because their ratings have plummeted since they've made all these changes. I think people turn on TV not just to see the news, hear the news but to be entertained they like entertainment people do and so now the criticism is that cnn is going to be a little bit boring so i don't want it to be boring But I also do think last year when Andy Cohen had to issue an apology, you know, if you get up with a hangover and you have to issue an apology, whether it's to your friends because you were rude last night or to the nation because you were on TV and rude there, you know there's a problem. So uh, he issued an apology. He also went after Mayor Bill de Blasio last year. He went really, really hard into the mayor. Some people say the mayor deserves it. That's a different debate. But is it the right place to go after a politician on CNN on New Year's Eve? Lots of questions there, isn't it? So Ryan concluded with the following. I think there's a serious journalist. He's talking about Anderson Cooper and then a friend of mine who has a lot of fun. But it's probably a good idea. The other thing, too, that we have to be really clear about is in 2021... They were out in Times Square, and Andy Cohen thinks he saw Ryan Seacrest turn around and look at him. And then he screamed out louder on live TV on CNN, If you look behind me, you'll see Ryan Seacrest's group of losers performing. I'm sorry, but if you're watching ABC, you're watching nothing. Ooh. Now, at 
the time, Seacrest did an interview with Entertainment Weekly and he said the following, responding to Andy's rudeness by saying, quote, I think they had something to say about my show at one point, which I'm sure came from the alcohol. I don't think they would say that about our performers if they weren't drinking. I agree. There's a part in your life, in your night out, when you stop being funny and witty and clever and naughty, and you become rude if you drink too much. What sort of drunk are you? I'm a good drunk, I think. I went out a couple of nights ago and had two or three vodka sodas with my friend Jeremy and my friend Dylan, and it was a really fun night, but it stopped at about 10 o'clock. At 10 o'clock, I was sitting there, and I could have ordered another four. I could have. I could have sat there to one in the morning. It was fun. We were gossiping. We were laughing. I didn't want to wake up with a hangover, and I didn't want to turn into Andy Cohen. I didn't want to turn into that guy, so I stopped. So I think Ryan has a really good point here, but what I really want to know is what do you think? Which brings us to our poll question of the day. Uh, Ryan Seacrest supports CNN uh, limiting Andy Cohen's drinking on their New Year Eve special uh, after the loser diss that he said last year. Are they right? Is Ryan right? Is is Ryan right that CNN are doing something here that is probably a very good idea? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, moving along, Chelsea Handler has not spoken to her ex, Joe Coy. Ooh, and now we know why. So she's shedding light on the breakup in July, and she said that she felt as if they didn't align on some really important aspects. She also added the following quote, and I think this is fascinating. Quote, There were just some behaviours that we couldn't agree on there, and it felt to me like I would be abandoning myself which maybe I would have been okay with if I was in my 20s, 20, 25, but I wasn't willing to do that now. No matter how much I loved this person, I loved myself much more, and I wasn't going to abandon myself. She continued by saying, quote, I was like, I'm not going to change this. I'm not going to change the way that I behave in order to make you feel more comfortable. I'm not doing that. Wow. She adds, too, that they've not spoken since they broke up. And the reason they have not spoken and the reason they can't be friends, sometimes after romances you can be friends, she said the reason that that cannot happen here is that Coy took no accountability for the split. She said the following quote, I mean, there has to be some accountability. You know what I mean? Like from him about what happened, but it was just ridiculous. You gotta own up to your part of the drama. When two people break up, it's because of the two of you, even if you don't believe that. There's a reason, and it involves both of you. So, yes, one person might be more in the wrong than the other, but it does take two to tango. It takes two to get together. It takes two to break up. I really have got good at this, particularly over the last couple of years. I can own my actions. I can be accountable. 
It's very awkward, isn't it? But I try to put myself in the other person's shoes. If somebody falls out with me, and they do quite often because I'm a gossip columnist, I write stuff about people. When they fall out with me, I let things cool down a little bit. And then I go back to the scene of the crime, which is normally my column or my podcast. And I listen to it or I read it again. And I hope that I am fair. I never want to just slam somebody. And if I do, I take accountability of it i really do think about being accountable are you accountable in your life could you be more accountable i think chelsea's really onto something here now this story just blows my mind whoopi goldberg is apologizing again after double downing on some outrageous comments about the holocaust you would think whoopi would just stop talking about this subject she was suspended from the view earlier this year when she declared the holocaust was quote not about race (gasps) now she's clarifying her remarks issuing another apology after she reignited the entire controversy in a new recent interview so she was sitting down with the sunday times a very fancy very respectable newspaper and she said it was never my intention to appear as if i double down on hurtful comments especially after talking with and hearing with people like rabbis and old and new friends all weighed in i'm still learning a lot and believe me I heard everything everybody said to me. So that's her comment after the shocking interview with the Sunday Times where she did double down on her initial comments declaring the Holocaust was not about race. (gasps) Now she's saying, quote, I believe that the Holocaust was about race and I am still as sorry now as I was then that I upset hurt and endangered people oh whoopee i don't know what's going on here this is just a subject whoopee that you just shouldn't be talking about anymore or if you do want to talk about it and those are your views then stick by them you can't have it both ways you can't do interviews in london and say these outrageous things and then come back to america and people call you out and you apologize you can't say stuff on the view and then you get suspended and you apologize and you come back but i'm not sure those beliefs have actually changed this is really really tricky i reached out to the view to see if she would be back in the new year they had no official response but my sources say whoopee will be there and she won't be talking about this drew barrymore had an amazing conversation about her divorce and she said the confusing part about getting divorced is that quote nothing actually really went wrong she said there's no scandal there was no specific moment that ended her marriage to will but it left her broken during the difficult year that followed she said quote nothing went wrong which is cleaner that makes that makes some sense doesn't it they didn't have a big fight there was no big scandal nobody cheated but it also makes it harder and more confusing because there isn't a point to this whole thing 
She tried really hard to make it work, and a friend said to her, "Divorce is the death of a dream." Ouch! And she said that's exactly what it felt like. She's from a family that has divorce in it herself, and she said she just didn't want that for her daughter. So, following her divorce, she was crippled, crippled with guilt. She struggled with alcohol. She used that to soothe her, but she has since quit drinking and is focused on her daughters and her talk show. And so, I love the fact that they're still friends. But she said not having that one reason, that big blowout, somebody cheated, actually made it quite difficult. Because there was no one reason, which I think often is really the case with divorce. Yes, we fall out and we break up over one big fight or one big incident, but that's not really the truth, is it? It's been bubbling up for years. It's lots and lots of little things, isn't it? It's like Chelsea Handler says: you can't change yourself all the time. So I think people who get divorced use those big moments. Not as an excuse, but as a reason to end the relationship, where you could actually take out that explosion and still end the relationship because it doesn't work. You just don't always need that dramatic end to the story. You don't. You can sit down and say this isn't working, and we can still be friends, and we don't need to have a huge fight, and you don't need to run out and have an affair, and I don't need to do this to you. I like this, Drew. I really like it. It's such an interesting way of looking at relationships. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter. Loopy's off today. I love Mark Lupo, don't you? I met him years ago. He was a booker at the Wendy Williams Show here in New York, and I was a guest on the Wendy Show. I went on a couple of times a month, so I got really to know him just in the green room, producing. Lovely, lovely guy. And then we became friends. And then Mark had never really thought about stepping in front of the camera, or really behind the microphone. And I invited him to join the podcast. And now I think he's just fantastic. And I know from you, from your comments. He's one of your favourite co-hosts. So Mark today is having technical issues, but I know he's listening. He's probably listening with his mum. Hello, Doris. Doris doesn't listen when Mark's not on the show. So she only listens to Thursday's episodes. So maybe she started and turned us off. Doris, if you're 16 minutes into the show, if you're still with us, hello, hello, hello. Okay, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Last show, we talked about Kim Kardashian was worried any future boyfriend would be scared off. By her ex, Kanye West. Would you date somebody who was once married to Kanye West? That's our question. But basically saying, would you be scared off by Kanye West? Let's have a look. (gasps) 65% said you would not. It's messy, isn't it? Oh, it's awful if you meet somebody new and you really like them. And then everybody has a history. It's not like we don't. Every person alive, no matter your age, unless you were just born. But we all have history. And so if somebody you really liked, you found out that they once were married to Kanye West. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'd give it a try. But you naughties have spoken and that's the end of that. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. This one just pulls at my heartstrings. So Ariana Grande sent gifts 
to Manchester patients in the UK five years after her concert bombing. If you remember, five years ago there was a bomb planted at the Manchester Arena where Ariana Grande was performing. Well, five years later, she still sends gifts to the children in the local hospital. She donates Christmas presents every single year and she doesn't do it for publicity. She doesn't say anything about it. The only reason we know about this is the hospital tweeted, Thank you, Ariana. We were just so excited to receive your Christmas gifts for young patients across our hospitals. Just so beautiful, so thoughtful. And the fact that she didn't tell us about it, she didn't post this, the hospital did. Oh, it's just lovely. Our nicest, nicest of the day. A terrible, terrible situation that she tried not to make right. She can't make that right. But she stood up and she pushed back and she did everything in her power and is still doing it today. Our nicest of the day. And now our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. Nene Leakes from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, she's still going at it. She shared a tweet about receiving grace that other people who have returned to the franchise she believes has received. So Nini wants to receive the same grace as other housewives who have returned to the series. So Nini retweeted a message from a fan who reacted to the rumour that Brandy Glansville might be returning to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I love Brandy Glansville. Oh, she's so much trouble. We email each other and text a bit. I know her. She's so much fun. So she might be going back to the Beverly Hills franchise, although now she's backtracking saying maybe not. And so a fan wrote, quote, it's amazing to me how anyone can get an opportunity to return to these housewife shows, but our friend Nene Leakes. Ooh, where is the grace? Nini likes that. Now, the difference is Nini has sued the network. She filed a lawsuit against Bravo, alleging that both the network and Andy Cohen are racist. That is something that Bravo doesn't forget. OK, let's end before we forget with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. 15, 20 minutes, we gossip about celebrities, but for a few seconds, we like to be a little bit more deep. I love this quote from Misty Copeland. She said the following, There's nothing like zoning out and chopping onions. A weird quote. What does that mean? It means find something to take yourself out of your own mind. I like to wash the dishes. I like to do my laundry. I like to listen to music. I like to go for a walk. I like to walk my dog. Throughout the day, I just check out. Just for 10 minutes or so, Misty chops onions. I go for a little walk. You know, if you're lucky enough to be able to go for a swim, just do something every day that gets you away from your phone, from your job, and life is so much better. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. I love your reviews. They're so, so helpful. I do read them. Thank you. We have a new listener in South Africa. We have some quotes from people in Brazil. We're, we're going worldwide with the naughty but nice show i also got told off for sexualizing chris hemsworth note taken i read the comment and note 
taken. Let's end with our tagline. Remember, help me out. There's no mark here today. If you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. It's naughty but nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.